This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode. Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Helfrich Collective. (laughs) Dean made me say that. It's smart business. I don't know why you wouldn't just do that. Anyways, Dean made me say that, but... As always, please share this episode on your stories with a friend, rate it, review it, post it on your school's forum. I don't care. The schools have forums. I feel like Yeah, like where you ask questions. You're like, hey guys, guys, I'm currently in Union. Where's the best sandwich place? And people are like, What's the best podcast to listen to while I'm studying? Helfrich Collective. Probably not a good study podcast because they'll Welcome be laughing so much. Welcome to the so collective. Much. Do you even know the name? You said Helfridge Collective. <laughs> Sorry, I'm solely focused on your brand. That's my bad. Anyways, but as you can tell, Dino is here just for a little life update, and then he's and then he's piecing it for the rest of the episode. So let's give everyone the life update that everyone wants to know. Oh, the people on the edge of their seats after that buildup. Yeah. Um. So we've talked about it before, but we are moving. Officially. Officially moving. Where are we moving to? Uh, T. Dot, Toronto. We are moving back to Canada. We're moving to Toronto. We got our apartment. Yep. We signed the lease. Yep. It's official. We're moving early December and we're super excited about it. Yeah, I'm stoked. It's kind of weird though because it's kind of like moving the whole month of December because it's mm-hmm. like kind of being homeless for a month which will yeah. be fun i like yeah. that i've kind of been doing it for a few months so he has been he has been homeless for a few months i mean not really well this is your home yeah that's true but we will be going back to canada going back to edmonton early december for christmas and then after christmas we fly straight to toronto and start our new life i guess yeah so if anybody is hiring in toronto um please connect with me at at dean underscore champanelli on instagram thank you Um, so much connect with me too because both of us are unemployed both of us have zero dollars which is a good question so this is for everybody how early do you start applying for jobs? Mm-hmm. So like, let's say mm-hmm. hypothetically, I'm moving to a city, don't have a job, and that would be in January, and it's currently halfway through October. How early? Because I don't want to start applying for jobs too early and then have places be like, oh, we'd love to have you. I'd be like, cool. Right. So can we do this in like two months? But I also don't want to wait too late because the thing with it being in January is then it's going to be like holidays and there's going to be no one in offices for two weeks and it's like when do you kind of start see this is the issue because I'm such a proactive person when it comes to that kind of stuff like I would literally start applying right now I would literally apply right now and I'd be like hey I don't want this job until January is that okay? And just see what they do. I don't know. Yeah, which is kind of what I was thinking, but I don't want to like burn bridges and have them be like, oh, like, so you wasted all of our time. And then if I, I try don't to think apply you wasted, place, you can tell them right at the beginning, right off the jump. They true. ask for an interview and be like, hey, yeah, I would love to do an interview just so you know. But what if a lot of the places that I really like are like, oh, sorry, maybe apply later, later. And then the places that I, I'm not as in love with, they're like, oh my God, yeah, you have a job. Then I have to decide. Do I stick with the one that I don't like as much 
but are willing to hold my spot until January? Or do I roll the dice and say no to them and then reapply to these other places that I liked a little bit more and then they say no and then I'm kind of to catch 22, you know? I kind of busted. What are we, like what? I know, but currently at this moment in time, you don't even have a job. So maybe we should just be thankful that... See, but hypothetically, <laughs> everybody wants a piece of me and then mm-hmm. it'll be easy. Right. That's where my mindset's at. Right. So I just need everyone else's mindset to be like that. Totally. Mm-hmm. But on a different note, if anyone is from Toronto and you have recommendations for places to go, foods to eat, people to see, I don't know. Jobs like Jobs to work. Jobs to work. Let us know. And we will do an episode later on kind of explaining why. We're moving back to Toronto. Well, not back to Toronto. We're not from back Toronto. To Canada, back to, to Canada. Toronto. To Toronto. But um, yeah, we can't share that until we leave the country. True. 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 <laughs> so true, true. we will be going to our homeland. The Canadians are going back. Yeah. Get some poutine, some Timbits. Yeah. It'll be a good time. Oh, fuck me up some Timbits. No, Timbits are overrated lately. No, they're so They've good. gone so downhill no, in the last couple so... of years. Dean, don't, don't even. I'm going to get mad. What's your favorite Timbit? The Honey Glaze. Oh, see? Okay, that's an okay Honey Glaze, I have really hot take. Love the chocolate ones. No, the chocolate ones are good. The chocolate some ones are good. Some people hate them. But they just stopped. Like, they're like, oh, Tim Beebs. But all the Tim Beebs taste the same. Yeah, Tim Beebs were weird. See, the Justin Tim Beebs all taste the same. Better. But then they just, like, forgot about regular Timbits. And every time you go and get Timbits, we picked you up from the airport in, what, August? And we got you a big box of Timbits. We got, like, a 50-pack. And all that was in it was Honey Glazed. There was chocolate, and then there was a few birthday cake, and that was it. There was three kinds of Timbits. There yeah, used to be like are... 20 flavors of Timbits, and they okay. just don't do that Simmer anymore. Simmer down. No, it's annoying. Simmer down. I need them to hear me. <laughs> Simmer Tim down. Horton, if you're listening to this, <laughs> Mr. Horton, get it right. Get it together. Figure it out. No, remember when they would have the sour cream Fire. glazed Timbits? Fire. Fire. The blueberry Absolute ones? Gas. Fire. No. Oh, oh. oh, get out of here. I don't even want to hear this you... right now. Oh, oh. Who wants the blueberry the blueberry? ones are fire. Ew. Or do you say, oh, I really love the powder jelly-filled no, ones. I those hate are those. terrible. I hate those. Those are Are gross. you a honey cruller person? No, I'm not. All honey cruller people should be in jail. That's they literally, should be in ja- that's literally my mom a, and Nick. They should be in a prison underneath the jail, underneath the bottom of the ocean. That's literally my yeah. mom and Nick. Those people are just My mom's going to read this right now. How much do I bet you're going to get a text? That's okay. On like Thursday afternoon saying, Dean, do we need to talk? Hey, you know what? That's fine because her opinion's invalid in this. Honey crullers are terrible. <laughs> honey crullers are just air. You're paying the same price for a donut that's I any kind like, of donut no, versus a honey not, cruller and it's just air. You're wasting money. It's not the money. air thing. It's that they're like eggy. Yeah, they're Do you gross. know what I mean? Like they're like, oh, like The weird. inside of them are like eggy spider webs and you're like, oh, I love an eggy spider web over literally just a deep fried <laughs> pillow of goodness. eggy spider web. Like, they're gross. They're gross. They're gross. And those people are wrong. Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, Anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business 
they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Okay, so different note off of that. I don't know. I'm fired up. I know I can tell. We got to simmer it down a little. But... How has it been living together? Because we've lived together for a solid month. We've been together 24-7 for an actual month. How has it been? I like it. I've had a good time. Yeah? Yeah, I get to cook everything, which I love, which sounded like that sounded like a shot. I didn't mean it was a shot. I like legitimately no, enjoy cooking all the yeah. meals, so I get to cook. I get to do all that. I really like it. It's nice. Yeah. It's a lot less lonely than living by myself. Are, is it... Like, when we first moved in together, were you nervous? Like, are those nerves gone now? Like, do you feel better? Like, what? Oh, there were never nerves. I was never nervous. Very confident. Knew coming in, who you were, when you're home. We spend all of our time together. Yeah. None of that was going to change. It's not like we went from, like, only being long distance never seeing each other right, and then seeing each other like jumping into twice a year to yeah like, exactly yeah. no it was like you'd be home for like a month or t- like a month at christmas mm-hmm. and we just spent every single second together basically like we lived together well we also so, talk 24 yeah. 7 yeah but i, I hate, wasn't here yeah but i hate the facetime that's I know, the worst the thing FaceTime. ever it's the worst thing ever because you're the you worst do. facetimer ever <laughs> so it's just a nightmare she'll literally set her phone up she'll like boil a kettle of water directly beside the phone Turn the microwave off, let it beep when it's done, keep talking, walk out of the room, into another room, 
into the closet, close both doors, turn the shower on, and then come back and be like, oh, did you get that? He'd be like, no, I didn't understand a word you said. He'd be like, oh my gosh, you need to get your ear, your hearing checked. Like, I can't believe you can't hear that. I'm like, you could have just walked 10 miles away and whispered and been like, oh, did you not hear me? That's crazy. You need your hearing checked. No. No. It's the worst. Yeah, I'm really bad at that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really bad at that, to be honest. So yeah, I like being together because then I don't have to do that. You still do that in person, <laughs> but at least I can follow you and be like, hey, still can't hear you when you walk into a different room and close the door. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. But, but yeah, I feel like we've been really good. Dean has been the absolute best house husband in the entire world. Duh. I come home from school and he has the candles lit. He's cooking dinner. All the laundry's done. Like... Floors vacuumed. This is floors vacuumed. And this is a hot take, but Dean and I have always been a couple that we've said, like, I would be the breadwinner of the family and Dean would be the stay-at-home dad. And that's exactly how my parents were. So, like, props to them for showing us yeah, that all my gender norms are not. Up. Yeah. Like, my dad was the best stay-at-home dad I could have ever asked for in my entire life. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, mine and Dean's dream. So we kind of got to see how it would be right now. Thriving. 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 I think we're doing so well. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Is there anything I do that annoys you? How long is this podcast going to be? How long do we have to, <laughs> do I have to stop Shut at a certain up. point? <laughs> um, I think things do annoy me. Let me see. Let me see. I have two. Two big ones, okay? Oh, First God. one... You always put our non, our like non-stick pans oh inside of each God. other, and you're gonna scratch them, and then they're not gonna be non-stick. That I don't no, like. That no, 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 because you did you it something. again. Let me. No. When did I do Go it again? Off. Go off. Literally yesterday, when you put the dishes away, I went to like make you breakfast, and I had to pull our frying pan out of our big pot, and that's gonna scratch our big pot, and it's not gonna be <laughs> non-stick anymore. See, you immediately <laughs> knew you did it. The guilty look. I wish you guys could see the look on her face. She just went, oh. Okay, no, let me tell you something that annoys me about Dean. Not only does he keep all the lights on in the don't apartment. Don't do that anymore. Dean. I don't do that it anymore. It literally happened the other day, remember? Okay, after it happened you told immediately me- after I said I didn't do it. I did it one mm-hmm. other time. Yeah. For 30 okay, seconds. Okay, but that's not the one that annoys me. So, Dean is the cook in our family. I mean, I chef. cook too. Chef, whatever. You. you know. Yes, you chef. Know the Sorry, vibes. chef. Shut up. Anyways, so Dean is very... Dean's very chill about a lot of things in life, but when it comes to food, he's not chill at all. Like, he is an actual menace to society when it comes to his food. Like, I wanted to help him the other day and boil the potatoes for him, and I was going to start turning the water on to have it boil so I could drop the potatoes in immediately shut me down immediately was like no you can't do that you have to put the potatoes in with the water at the same time so it comes to a boil at the same time lost his shit on me yeah i want to say that was an exaggeration but it was pretty accurate then the one that really gets me is Uh we were making cookies and (laughs) i preheat the oven and granted my oven takes a hot minute to heat up it takes a really long time and it was almost almost at temp it was like, like half no it wasn't it was not dean almost. it was like it was two, dean it was literally two Mm-mm. minutes after this happened no. it beeped no. saying that the temp was ready agree to disagree dean no, don't even can't, don't can't even do can't do anyways. it anyways anyways so i being the proactive 
speedy person that I am. You mispronounced impatient. Okay. Anyways, I decided, I was like, hey, let me put the cookies in when it hasn't fully reached temp. I'm going to say it's two degrees lower than 375 Fahrenheit. It was literally like two or like 350 or whatever degrees, it was. 150 degrees lower. But no, anyways. 100%. And I tried to put them in the oven. Dean immediately shut that down. He was like, there is no way you're putting them in right now. It has not reached temp, blah, blah, blah. Freaking out at me. I go, Dean, they're freaking Pillsbury Doughboy cookies that we but just bought from the Target. The like consistency that you want. Dean, you it's not. Put them in too early, if, you're going to dry them out. You like a soft they, cookie? You want a crumbly they, cookie? Go for it. You're going to dry out all your cookies. You don't want a crumbly cookie. They, I know you. Stop. If they were like cookies that we slaved over and we made. Okay, you know what? Fine. Fine. Dean, they're the fucking Pillsbury Doughboy Halloween edition sugar cookie. Like that type of cookie. Fire. Absolute gas. But. So do it right. I don't know why we can't just do things. And to then the best of our Dean abilities. was like repulsed by me that I wanted to eat the cookie dough instead of the cookies. Oh, I hate and that. Like, I that gives me the heebie-jeebies. That gives me the heebie-jeebies. You can why. do it. It even says now because I think so many people were eating them that they made them like safe to eat raw yeah, because yeah. so many people were eating them yeah. raw anyways. Just gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't like that. Oh my god! I'm anyways, okay with you doing it. Anyways, I just personally won't do it. If you want to be around someone who is the most stuck-up person when okay. it comes to food, stuck up hang around Dean intense. Campanelli. He is literally a menace to society when it comes to his food, and I am the complete opposite. I will literally eat fish with relish. Like I just do not care. Okay, okay, at okay. All. But I have a question for you. I have no, a question I don't for you. No, no, no. You have to answer truthfully. I don't want to answer. No, you have to answer honestly. No. Has the food been very good? Or has it been terrible? On a scale of 1 to 10, how good has the food been? And you have to answer honestly. Do you know? Yeah. I'm waiting. And the okay, answer but... is, drum roll, drum roll. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been pretty good. Yeah, it's been pretty good. But also, there's times when you can, like, chill out a little on Yeah, it. but I want it. Why would you, if you're going to do something, oh why would you God. not do it to the best of your abilities? I don't want to half-ass anything. Drew. So if anybody knows anybody hiring, just clip that, put that in there, <laughs> add that to my resume. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to like play this for the <laughs> yeah, just not just any of the other parts, but just the part the where it's I'm a perfectionist like, and I'm detail oriented. Yeah, and throughout very the whole hardworking. episode, we're like, oh, I think my biggest thing is that I just like work too hard. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm just, too fluent in Microsoft Office. My typing speed is way quicker than the average person, and so no one else is able to even keep up. Yeah, you know? sometimes and I overheat just, my computer because it can't keep up with how yeah, many words and like, I type per minute. Yeah, and that's just something I have to work on because I've learned not everyone is at the same intellectual level that I am. I know, and you I'm know? just too much of a team player yeah. that it's just like I'm yeah. always really motivating and I'm just too good of a leader that sometimes <laughs> it's over. It's like too much for lazy people, so I'm very sorry. But I'm too much of a motivator when I'm on a team. Like you know, People think I'm just a little too optimistic at times. <laughs> like issues I've had in the past where I'm so productive that my employer just ends up paying me to do nothing because I get three weeks of worth of work done in like six hours and the last two hours of my day i'm like what do i do they're like we literally have nothing for you to do i'm like okay i guess i'll just clean and i'll help others i'll just help others anyways we're annoying but um so yeah so yeah that's one thing that annoys me oh okay about you is the pots oh. and the pans oh before you know. tried to slander me okay cool okay I didn't, and I didn't sidetrack know we everyone going, no 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 yeah. we can't forget and my second one <laughs> 
which is a massive one. Oh, dear God. Is B just is the noisiest person. But not like noisy all the time. Only noisy when she's like, hey, I'm going to go do Pilates at 5 a.m. This is a completely <laughs> hypothetical. It could never be a true story. <laughs> it's a true story. Let's say it's 5 a.m. She sets her alarm to wake up to go to Pilates. She's like, well, I'm going to set one for 5, and then one for 5.05, and then one for 5.15. Because we like to cuddle, and then I can't get out of bed quick enough. I know. So she sets all these alarms, and she's like, no, 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 you sleep. These are just for me. And I feel like I've said it on here before that she's the worst person ever at turning off alarms. Where, like, the alarm goes off. It rings, like, full, two full cycles. Then she rolls over, and then, like, she's in a pool of molasses, reaches over, <laughs> grabs it, and if it's in the middle of a cycle, she'll just stare at it and let it ring for like 10 more seconds until the cycle's done. <laughs> then she'll stop it. She's like, well, I just want you to sleep as the phone's been ringing for 60 <laughs> plus seconds. So then it goes off a bunch of times. Each time is the exact same. Then she's like, okay, cool. I'm going to go get ready. You go back to sleep. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll go back to sleep. Walks into the bathroom, turns the light on, flushes the airplane toilet because our toilet sounds like an airplane just whoosh, 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 and it's terrifying <laughs> then as she's in the bathroom getting ready i just hear the printer go off <laughs> and she's printing like 30 pages of papers at 5 30 in the morning she's like, no 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 you sleep and it's one of those like laser jet printers that weighs a hundred pounds and sounds like a, a like a conveyor belt or just an assembly line building like a truck and it's so loud. She's like, no, 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 you <laughs> sleep. It's like literally like, you sleep. Ring, ring, ring. Flush, flush, flashing the lights. Oh, here's the printer. I'm like, no, 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 Dean, you sleep. Like, you sleep in. Like, you relax. Like, I really care about your sleep schedule. And then she's making all the noise. Like, next thing I know, she's probably going to be driving a semi-truck through the apartment. Just honking the horn. Just ridiculous. Am I wrong? Did I lie? Um, okay, to be fair, I had to print because Solicor decided to do a collab and put up advertisements for HC, and I had to print it off, and I forgot the night before. Oh, you knew the night before? I knew for like three days. Oh my, that's even worse. I thought you just found it like they texted you and like in the evening after you'd gone to sleep and you woke up, you're like, oh, I can't miss my opportunity. Okay, now that's unforgivable. Before I thought it was like, oh, this is just inconvenient. Wow, you knew for days and you did it at 5.30 in the morning? Yeah, before I went. You're the worst. But what's funny is that one, was it over the summer? No, maybe... No, I think it was during oh, it was Christmas. Christmas time. It was Christmas. Oh my God. Okay. Here, listen okay. to this. Okay. So she's just like, so this is the other morning. She just is like, oh no, you go to sleep. Whatever. Doesn't care about my sleep schedules. Making all the noise in the world. Christmas last year, she's having like an asthma attack and is like, I might have to go to the hospital. Like, no, I think I'm dying. I woke up in the middle of the night and like, spoiler, Dean and I sleep in the same bed. <gasps> <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> Anyways. I feel like that sounded really loud on there because I like inhaled a lot of air. Anyways, I was sleeping in bed and it was, I'm going to say like two in the morning, maybe one in the morning. I woke up. I was having a really bad asthma attack. It was a whole situation. I called my mom who was literally in the other room, but I called her on the phone and was like, I need you to bring, I have this mask machine that's what we call it. I don't know it's what it's like actually called. It's like a big CPAP machine. 
Yeah, it's like, it's how I get like my Ventolin and oxygen and that kind of thing. And my parents got it when I was two, like the hospital gave it to them to bring home and they just never returned it. So we have it at my house and I use it a lot. Like if I didn't have this, I would probably be hospitalized four to five times a year. Like it literally is my savior. But so anyways, it makes a lot of noise. Like it sounds like a generator, like a yeah. gas generator. Yeah. It makes like, it makes like, like a, a shit ton of noise. And then there's like smoke coming out of like the mask. That sounds bad, but it's like the fumes, not the fumes. Well, it's like the it's vape. Yeah. It's like the vape of the medicine coming out of the mask machine. Like You're it's a, a whole, <laughs> I am not, let's not start that rumor, but it's like a whole production to get this going and so Dean was sleeping beside me and I didn't wake him up and I literally have this mask machine on and it's literally going for like an hour Dean doesn't wake up the entire time so so this so this is her thought process she's thinking oh I'm dying I may have to go to the hospital because I'm dying from the inside I'm not gonna wake Dean up mm-hmm. but then I'm gonna let him sleep when I go to Pilates and is making as much noise as humanly possible. So let's just, <laughs> let's just like, let's talk about that thought process. Where's the thought process in that moment? You're dying and you don't think to wake me up, but I you really wanna, need those I things printed be at 5 a.m. I didn't want to be an inconvenience. Oh, you, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that for sure. And the printing at 5 a.m. was not inconvenient. I actually <laughs> really enjoyed like, it. Actually so fucking funny. It was like a white noise we machine. I needed it to sleep. About, we literally talked about it when I came home. He was like, dude, you let the, let the fucking printer go. And the printer's in our bedroom. Yeah. Like, like right by our bed. Like the foot of the bed. Like it's not like it's in another room and it's like, oh, I can kind of hear. No, it's like five feet away from And me. then I had to like walk in there, grab all the papers. And there wasn't even enough toner. So like half the papers didn't even print out. So she spent 10 minutes printing and only used like two of them. And then because the toner was running out, I was thinking to myself, I was like, maybe I have to print each page individually. So like the toner would almost like reset and like use all of it on what, do you know what I mean? I would have been so mad. And I was about to do it. And I was like, no, no, that's too rude for Dean. Yeah. Because that's where we draw the line. Printing individually is (laughs) too much because we want our sweet little baby boy to sleep. Mm -hmm. But we're going to run the printer, flush the airplane toilet, turn all the lights on, let 10 alarms go off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is how I was going to do it. Mm -hmm. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I like that. I appreciate it. You know, you're always (laughs) looking out for me. That's why I love you. It's so important. Like, I always just want someone to have my back and really, like, care about my well-being mm-hmm. and my sleep schedule because you know that that's such an important part of who I am. You're so welcome. So I'm glad that you respect that and you appreciate me for that. Speaking of which... Safe to say I didn't go back to sleep. And I was up <laughs> for the entire, like, two hours. I was like, okay, I'm just going to get up. I'm not going back to sleep anymore. But speaking of which, um, Dean's coming to Solid Core with me tomorrow at 5 a.m. Yeah, I don't Ooh! want to. Nope. No, stop. He came once and I'm not even trying to be dramatic. He was not, he was not having it. I looked over at him. I was like giving him a thumbs up. I was like smiling. I was like, yeah, look at us. Wouldn't even look at me. In Would not look at me. He was in such a bad mood. Not in a bad he was mood. Not I was not loving it's it. It's different. I'm an apex predator. It's completely as different. If, as I was if. hunting, you know? Yeah, ew, what? I don't what do you like mean, that. ew? Well, that was just Like weird. a wolf. Yeah. I don't like it. Weird. You're weird. Okay. But 
he was how was it how was your first solid core class exhausting yeah exhausting because yeah. it's so drastically different from any You've type never of exercise done any that exercise i do so like it's that. like yeah. it's not even that it's just like so unbelievably hard it's just that it's yeah. so different from like all it other forms of exercise that it's yeah. just like literally for like i wasn't even sore after like normally i have a good workout i'm like oh i'm kind of sore but it's like you're so exhausted like every muscle yeah. in your body just feels weak yeah. after like yeah. i like i slugged back home when i just plopped on the couch i don't know if i moved for two days no it's tough. It's a tough look for me, you know. Are you ready to go back tomorrow? Not even a little bit, no. Really? I've been stressed about it. Really? Oh, yeah. I was getting flashbacks. of just, okay, oh so we're going to do the inner thighs. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I woke up in a hot sweat last night, just like terrified. Oh, my God. Okay, well, thanks, Dino, for doing the life update portion of this app. You are so welcome. That's what I'm here for, you know? Yeah. Maybe we'll have you on again. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. When the ratings spike... I know that I'll be back. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, so getting into this week's episode. If you saw the title, then you are probably like, what the heck? But I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but the past little bit, I feel like I have been comparing myself a shit ton to people. Like absolutely to the point where it's not okay or healthy in any way. But Literally, Dean said to me the other day that I compare myself to people so much that I will see someone who's like a pro skier or someone who does pole vaulting. And all of a sudden, I'm like, why am I not a pole vaulter? Like, why have I not been training to do this? And why am I not this person? When literally, I will, I have never wanted to do that in my entire life. But I just get in this habit and the cycle of being like, okay. What is everyone else doing and why aren't I doing it? So lately, I started thinking, what makes me different from all these other people who are doing the same things as me? What makes me different? And I literally sat on the couch with Dean the other day and I was like, so many people own a business. So many people have clothes that are similar to HC. So many people have bigger brands or a bigger following or more people buying their products or whatever it is. What makes me different? What is going to make me successful in a field where everyone's the same? And so honestly, it was something that I had to sit down and I had to be like, okay, who am I? Like, as dumb as that sounds, I literally had to be like, what are the things about me that make me who I am? And I had to think about the fact that everything that I have gone through, every life experience I have had, every relationship I've had, every encounter I've had, every academic opportunity I've had, all these things have made me who I am. Every decision that I've made in my life has made me into the person that I am right now. And that's the stuff that's going to make me different. That's the stuff that's going to make me stand out in a crowd. I honest to God think that my personality makes me stand out. I honestly think that me trying to get a PhD makes me stand out and makes me different from a lot of other entrepreneurs because I don't just have one focus. I'm branching into a whole bunch of different avenues. And I literally had to sit down and really think, what is it 
that's going to make me unique? And what is it that's going to make my brand unique? Because so many people are literally doing the same thing as me. And that's one of the things that scares me the most about moving to Toronto is everyone's literally doing the same thing. And like, I mean, just think about it. Do you know how many people own a clothing brand? Like so many people. And how many of those people do you actually know of their brand? And how many of these people have actually been able to do something that's unique and different and made them stand out? Like it's a very hard thing to do. And that's a concept that really scares me is that I'm not going to be able to stand out in a crowd of a whole bunch of people. And this whole situation just literally made me think like, what makes me different? What are the things about me that make me different from anyone else? And honestly, I don't know. Honestly, it depends on your situation. It depends on who you are. But I want everyone to literally sit down and write all the things about you that make you who you are. I mean, I think I'm super resilient. I think when stuff tries to knock me down, I will literally make something out of it. And I think that that's one of the things that makes me different from other people because not a lot of people are able to do that. I also think that I'm a self-starter. I don't need someone's encouragement to be able to start something. I have to just believe in myself enough that I just like start doing it. And I think that that's another thing that makes me super different from other people. So it's like with anything, if you're working at a corporate job and you want to get a promotion over all these other people who have the same credentials as you or the same, I don't know, job situation that you do, think to yourself, what makes you different? What makes you different? Is it the way that you interact with people? Is it your personable skills? Is it your work ethic? There's something about you that makes you stand out. And it can change depending on situations. And that's something I've also learned. Like at school, what makes me different from people is probably my ability to stand up for what I believe in. Being in an ethics program, I hear a lot of shit all the time and I have to stand firm in what I believe in and I'm not afraid to speak up and tell people the way that I think. Whereas with friends, what makes me different? I think I'm a really trusting, loyal friend. I think that that is something that people think of me and they think of this. But your life experiences and the things that you have gone through make you unique. They make you different from other people. And one of the things I always say is that they're not you and that is your power. No one's going to do stuff exactly the same way that you are. And that's something that I've really had to think about when it comes to Healthrich Collective. And I had to realize that no one's going to look at a problem with HC and resolve it the exact same way I am. No one's going to have the exact same goals that I do. No one's going to have the exact same way of thinking as I do. And that's what makes so many people unique. And that's what makes so many brands very different. And that's what makes so many employees very different. And you need all of these people to create this diversity. And you need all these people so that other groups can flourish and other people can flourish too. 
Something else I've really had to learn is that there's enough space for everyone. Whether you want to be an influencer and if you look and if you've heard lately, a lot of people think that the influencing field is oversaturated, but there's enough room for everyone. And once you change that mindset and you come from an abundance mindset instead of like a scarcity mindset, I promise you, you will notice that things start working in your favor. It's like anything. I mean, when I was at the Forbes Under 30 Summit, Megan the Stallion literally said, the rich don't want other people to get rich, but there's enough like money and enough richness for literally everyone. And that made me think that there's enough for everyone. Everyone has something that they bring to the table. And Dean says to me all the time, a rising tide lifts all boats. And so when one person is doing well, that doesn't mean that you're not doing well. And when one person is doing well, it can raise the wealth for a whole bunch of people. And when I say wealth, I don't necessarily mean money. I mean like spiritual wealth, physical wealth, like just abundance is literally what I'm saying. I'm not just saying money at all. But I have realized that everyone is different. Everyone brings something to the table that is different than someone else. You are never going to want to have a company or a business with every single person who is so like-minded. You want people with diversity so that they can bring new opinions and bring new ideas and it can help you grow too. I mean, if you think about it, like me being in this bioethics program, a lot of the people have different views than I do, but it has helped me a ton to understand their viewpoints and has helped me to grow and to understand and to acknowledge other people and their beliefs and their thoughts by hearing and listening to what they have to share. And so because of all these interactions that I've had, it makes me a different person than I would be if I was just surrounded by people who are exactly the same as I am. So I want us to literally think, what makes us different? What makes us different than the person standing right beside us? If you're a teacher, what makes you different from all the other teachers? Are you soft-spoken with your students? Do you stay extra hours to work with them? Do you have a certain type of compassion and love for them that maybe not an average teacher would have? Do you have a passion for your job that a lot of people are losing? What is it about you that makes you different from other people? And what is it that helps you to grow into yourself and grow with your surroundings? Massive thing about me that I've realized is the way I treat people has definitely come from the fact that when I was younger, I was getting bullied and I try to treat people with as much compassion as I possibly can. And I try to resolve issues right off the jump because when I was in high school, people would have an issue with me and they wouldn't tell me and it would go on for months and I would have no idea and they would lash out and be mean and not invite me to things and I was so confused. So now I'm a person that when I have an issue, I like to confront it head on. 
But the reason I'm like that is because of the experiences that I've had where there's a lot of other people who don't like confrontation and that's a thousand percent fine, but maybe they don't like confrontation because of what they've experienced. And so that just goes to show that everyone has very unique situations that have helped shape and help mold who they are. And those are the things that make you stand out. Those are the things that make you different than Sally and Becky and Catherine standing in front of you. Like it's not physical stuff that makes you different. Obviously like, yeah, we all have different appearances and whatever, but like what internally is going to make you unique and different. So I want everyone to, it sounds dumb. I know it sounds dumb. I know, but sit down and really think about it. Sit down and think, what can I accomplish because of who I am? What can I succeed at because of the experiences that I've had? And just take note of when you start to look at a situation and you start to think, I'm one in a million. I literally am one in a million. No one is ever going to do anything the exact same way I am. Watch how your mindset shifts. And as someone who has a team of people that I'm now managing and I have a business, I've had to constantly remind myself of that because no one is going to manage a team the exact same way that I will do it. No one is going to treat their employees the exact same way that I am. And that's what makes people drawn to you are these unique characteristics that you have and these life experiences that you have. So just think about it. Think about what makes you stand out from other people and what's going to help propel you to be able to succeed and achieve what you want to achieve. This was a very short and quick and to the point type of episode. It wasn't one where I kind of give tips and tricks and like tell you guys what you should do to like accomplish a whole bunch of stuff. It's more of a reflective episode and It's because in my life right now, I feel like this is something I needed to hear because I literally compare myself to people all the time. I think that I will never achieve anything and everyone's doing the same thing. So there's no room for me to do it, which is bullshit. It's not true. And there's enough room and enough space for everyone. And my special unique qualities are what's going to make me stand out and make people drawn to me and make different things happen for me. So like I said, this is definitely a more reflective episode. Um, Let me know if you guys like that or if you guys kind of like the ones where I talk more about like my tips and my tricks and like my favorite things, that sort of stuff. But please let me know. Thank you again to Dino for coming on to the episode. I know you guys love to hear from him and I love having him on. Obviously, he's my best friend. But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. As always, don't forget to share it, subscribe, follow the podcast, send it to a friend, you know all of it. But thank you guys so much and I will catch you in the next one. Bye.
Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the mom room podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.